So hello and welcome to another activism chat with Kat Owens. Yes. Hello Kat, how are you? Hello, uh, I'm okay, thank you. How are you? We're good. We're yeah, good. we're good. Very excited as well. Yeah, excited. The parliamentary debate has finished. That was on Tuesday and that was a lot busier and longer, longer than any of us had expected. And with and, so, and containing a lot about adult ADHD and yeah. women with ADHD, late diagnosed ADHD, which was a real victory. Yeah. So there was over 7,000 surveys completed that informed that debate, yes. which is incredible. Yeah, really incredible. And we know that from one of our links alone, we had 700 clicks. On that basis, around 10%. Well, it's, it would be over 10% because it's yeah. only the one link that we actually have the stats for. Exactly. So, 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 so yeah, on that basis, we're estimating over 10% of that 7,000 surveys completed came from what we're doing from our followers from our listeners from you guys yeah from you guys thank you very very much yes thank you so much for doing that thank you so much for doing the mp letters and getting those sent out to your mps as well and of course thanks to cat for drafting up the templates to help us all out so that it made that job a lot easier we're forever grateful and yeah, it just shows that together there, we can that there is power in numbers and we can make Definitely. changes. And yeah. change is hopefully on the horizon. It is on the horizon. It may be a marathon more than a sprint, and there are many hurdles in our paths, but together we will persevere with the help of wonderful cat. Yeah. <laughs> and from there, cat. Break it down for yeah, us. Break it down. Right. Tell us what's yeah. happening. But I just wanted to uh, join in with the thanking everybody as well, because I have to say, even when I did this for my actual job, I haven't seen people respond in a way that that your followers, that our community have done. I just think you're amazing. You're amazing. They're amazing. We're amazing. I just like, wow, we made a real difference. And I think when people were getting the slightly negative responses from MPs that that was you could almost feel like a like, oh well, it's gonna be like it always is sort of a feeling. And I I'm I know I'm one of those people. I was just We like, didn't get a response. None of us did. The three of us, we didn't yeah, yeah. I know. We were the ones that were out there shouting about it and our <laughs> MPs couldn't be bothered. Thanks. <laughs> um I will be addressing this with my MP soon. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime I can tell you about loads of other MPs that really did rise to the challenge and you know thank you to them as well yeah so um I've sort of gone through the debate and it was as you say it was a very very long debate it was over two and a half hours ones I've seen before are usually about an hour so yeah because that's it I had no comparison I was watching and I was just like this has gone on a long time yeah (laughs) wondering like you know is this what they're always like yeah or yeah. But you're no, saying they're that not. they're not. No, not not in my experience anyway. And um, like t- to the extent that my husband decided he should bring me some snacks. <laughs> so I like mean, some debate snacks. Yeah, <laughs> top marks to him. So um, yes, I've broken down the Hansard, which we talked about is the book of everything that goes on in Parliament. Mm-hmm. I've broken down what was said in there. It's a verbatim list of what everybody's said about different things. And positives, negatives, positives. There, there are quite a lot of both, but there are more positives than negatives. Yeah, and yeah. for something that we know is so emotional, it's, it is the difference between life and death. Mm-hmm. Yes. That to be able to come out of this, the first 
piece of lobbying we've done, because of course you've been doing the activism by doing the podcast, but the first sort of direct lobbying of MPs, mm-hmm. this is what we we can say we've achieved. So positives, we there was a clear understanding of what ADHD was mm-hmm. and what it wasn't. And I have to say, I was really pleasantly surprised by that. Yes. I don't know if, if you kind of felt that when you were watching. A hundred percent. The words coming out of the mouth of an MP were ADHD is real. Yeah, that's and incredible. To, to hear that being said and, you know, people actually acknowledging it as a real condition is yeah. just... Yeah. This isn't up for your opinion to smooth over or or dispel. This is a fact. Especially yeah. with everything that. in the media that's been negative this week as well. So Yeah. I think what I found really interesting as well is I have worked with the autistic community and done stuff via NAS and other big autism organisations. And funnily enough, I saw two people that I used to work with in the audience there. And I was thinking, oh, well, the autism lobby is is really powerful. There's going to be loads on autism. Actually, I think ADHD did get a lot more time. Yeah, Obviously, not a competition. And both are in absolutely horrendous states in terms of the waiting lists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I was pleasantly surprised at how seriously things were taken by the MPs. So going back to positives, the MPs have clearly read and received briefings from from us, from our community and from other organisations that are working with people with ADHD. They knew what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. They weren't just sort of like trying to scrabble around to come up with some things to say to fill the time. Yes. Yeah. They had more things to say than they had time. Yes. Which is really good. Also, they really, really got it when it comes to how many of us have had to pay for private care. Because, for example, I can't work at the moment because of my health. And we have had to pay for me to be diagnosed privately. Yes. Because my doctors didn't send off my referral. And I only found out nine months later. And, you know, we know that that this is all too common. Yes. came up in the debate. There were MPs talking about their constituents and saying, this happened, that just shouldn't happen. And there was a lot of talk of there being a two-tier system. So all of these things were highlighted. Although uh, children and families were talked about quite a lot, there was a lot about later diagnosis, there were a lot about women. I know you've mentioned that, but I just want to say... I'm going to read her name to make sure I get it right. Independent MSP, so member of the Scottish Parliament, Margaret Ferrier. Sorry, is a legend. Yeah, I'm I'm actually getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah, she was amazing. What a lady! Yeah, honestly, if you haven't seen the debate and you feel like you you don't want to see it all, absolutely, it's not for everyone. But go and find the little clip of her. She just bossed it. We're going to have to see. Mic drop. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. to see if we can like take it for a cup of tea or something because yes, yeah. he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she was she actually highlighted the reasons why women get diagnosed so much later than men or boys. And misdiagnosed. And misdiagnosed. And she made a really interesting point that nobody else did. She said, you know, this isn't something easy to talk about. It often gets missed out because of the stigma, but it is easier to get illicit drugs than it is to get a diagnosis and medication for ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. What a world do we live in? Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah. And she talked about that uh, a little bit, which was uh, which was interesting, worrying, but interesting. And there were also other people talking about the criminal justice system. Yes. If you're thinking of watching it and you're feeling a bit wobbly, there, you may well be triggered because there, there was talk about how delays in diagnosis have caused people to take their own lives. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I was bawling. Yeah. This is the impact. It is, you know, mm-hmm. which you know, a, undiagnosed, untreated, unmanaged yeah. ADHD. It kills, kills mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the MPs who were representing constituents that there were two mums who'd uh, go, gone to their local MPs, and they had a really strong bond with the MP. You could see that mm-hmm. through um, through the stories that were being told, and. That's encouraging because yes. it shows to me that MPs, although we give them a hard time and in many ways they're not getting it right at the moment, but there is positive opportunity there. We can yeah. work with them. So negatives, just quickly. Uh, one is a negative because it's the Conservative Party line more than anything. It's mm. just more funding won't solve problems. Mm. Yeah, right. Which it will. Yeah. So. <laughs> We know at the moment more funding is coming. <laughs> and we also know, although this is actually a win, it's a win with um, with a little bit of a PS. So there was a lot of talk about how ADHD statistics don't get collected, national statistics on waiting mm. times. We know that, and that's really frustrating. And actually, some of the estimates that were given during the debate were really low. Yes. Do you think that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So... The government have now said that they are giving assurances that they will look into starting to collect the statistics. So that's a lot of words that look aren't into isn't the will. same as action, is it? Yeah. yeah. So it's a positive in that they're going to investigate how they can do it. But I also noticed when I was being a geek and reading the debate pack that went to the MPs that the government don't plan to bring in a waiting time standard. Yes. That's not in the nice guidelines. But look at what we've achieved in this short time. Yes. Don't know how we can do it, but we'll look. Yeah. Can we influence the nice guidelines? Exactly. Exactly. We'll get on it. A hurdle. Yeah. A hurdle that we will not follow. Run at. Like I would do (laughs) if I was pointed at a hurdle. But going back to positives, one sort of thing to think of that I came away with, shall I move to Scotland with, was with what I came away with, really? Yes, it's the answer. M- Fitty, we say. Because yeah. <laughs> the two MSPs, oh my gosh, they were amazing. But yeah. the positive that I have in terms of like the legal route is that Scotland are currently uh, putting a bill, which is before it comes an act, the Scottish Learning Disability Autism and Neurodiversity Bill. Yes. That's yeah. Great. And they are the way that the Scottish Parliament puts um, bills through. They are working a lot with the local community. Mm-hmm. They're asking for people's opinion. It's yeah. very collaborative. Love all that. Um, would Would it be possible to lobby for a similar one in in England and Wales and Northern Ireland? Could, yes. Could yeah. Now, I know colleagues at the National Autistic Society, it wasn't when I was there, it was before I was there. They brought about, with a coalition, the Autism Act, which Mm -hmm. is a single issue act. It was the first ever single issue act. 
But I'm not saying that we should have a single issue ADHD Act, which was my original thought. I wonder if that could happen. But I found out that it's not a secret. Other people know as well. But Liam Fox, uh, Dr. Liam Fox, the MP, is currently sponsoring a learning disability bill in Westminster. So we know that in Scotland, they're looking at learning disabilities, autism and neurodiversity together. Would it not make sense for the learning disability bill to be learning disability and neurodiversity? Not to replace, yeah, not to replace the Autism Act, because I know that's a tremendous amount of work went into that. Amazing people have worked on it and they are continuing to work on it. Yes. So not detracting from it, but just adding to it. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Let's Mm -hmm. let's put our heads together and see what we can do. The other thing that Scotland are going to have, hopefully, is an independent commissioner that can look at learning disability, autism and neurodiversity issues. Mm-hmm. So they would be somebody that wasn't a political, wasn't a political politician. Let me put this slightly better. That wasn't affiliated <laughs> to political a, politician works, we like that. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, who wasn't affiliated to a political party. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a civil servant, basically, mm-hmm. that will work with the government and they will advise the government. But actually, a commissioner is working for the community rather than for the government. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So in New Zealand, they have a um, health and well-being, I think it is. They have a commissioner and we love New Zealand and their politics. It's a great place. Yeah. So that's happening in Scotland It's not probably nationally going to happen in the rest of the UK, but there are new systems in place which are independent care boards and independent care partnerships. And these are going to be influencing how services are delivered in the UK. So they are replacing the groups that were made up of GPs, hospitals, that kind of thing, the community care groups. So they've gone and these new things have come in just last year. So actually they're at the beginning. So what can we do to be part of perhaps the independent care partnerships to tell them what we need as an ADHD community? So sorry, that's a lot of words and a lot of things to think about. But it was a two and a half hour debate. Yes. <laughs> that was great summarizing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think just the main thing is we have had responses. There are people, um, I know someone got in touch with you who had had a phenomenal response yes. from her MP, who she wasn't expecting much from. Yes. But who was very, very responsive. So I think the message is even if you think that you can't make a difference or that there's actually no point in trying to contact your MP because they're this party or that party or they're old or they're a man or they're, you know, whatever. Do it. Just do it anyway because you never know what's going to happen. And that's the thing, you know, we talk about that a lot is like potentially feeling like putting politics in this impenetrable bubble. And that that's not me. That's not something I know about because you think you have to know everything. And the point being is that, we just muck in and in just mucking in we've got more people to just muck in and together we have 
made made a dent, made an influence, been heard. People that yeah. are struggling to be heard by their own GPs, uh, stories yeah. are being told in Parliament and influencing this kind of debate. So don't don't think that this doesn't apply to you. It's understandable why you would feel powerless having been so let down by the system. But together and with time and perseverance, we can change it. We Absolutely. can. And the thing is, and working together as well with the likes of you, Kat, who are helping people like myself that don't have a clue and would feel a little bit anxious and overwhelmed by trying to get a letter together to an MP. But having you working with us and putting these templates together to make it easier to take the pressure off so that it's just a case more accessible for people. Yeah, it's making it more accessible for people that are a little bit overwhelmed and struggle with that type of thing. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that's what we will continue to do. Obviously. We know full well there were three articles that were very, very, very awful this week and, yeah, detrimental about ADHD that have, you know, upset so many of us and fueled, you know, negative stereotypes, etc., and put fuel on the flames that we worked tirelessly to extinguish. Yeah. And actually, quite a few people have got in touch saying, well, isn't that convenient timing you know, and we don't want to go down that road. And, you know, I don't want to get hop on the conspiracy theorist bus, but it is interesting to note. But what's more interesting to note is the fact that in a week where people were writing complete bullshit about ADHD, who do not have the knowledge or understanding or experience or any right to be talking about a disability, about a brain disorder, that in Parliament, you have somebody saying ADHD is real, people stating the facts, people sharing the experience, and that is a massive, massive win. So just as we have put our heads together here and tried to find a way to gather us together and to use our voices in something that directly affects us and to make things better for future generations, believe that we will do exactly that in battling ableist media we have formed a coalition with cat with the adhd adults and with more joining and letters have been sent moves are being made and we will report back in a month's time yeah so we will come back with another activism extra with an update of what's been going on with our fight to against ableist media and believe we will make a difference yeah we will and again thank you so much for everyone that took the time to complete the survey and get your letters out to your mp because it's you that's making this difference yeah together we can and like we said it's not a marathon it's a it's not a sprint it's that hang on (laughs) It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Yes. We got there. And there are hurdles in our path. So yes, you know, like we said, it's not all positive today, but there are positives and we are on the path. So we will continue to jump over those hurdles and support each other through it. And together, we will make change happen. We will. We will. Yeah. (laughs) Go team. So thank you, Kat. Thank you, Leopard Print Army. And yeah. That's it. Hurrah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll report back soon. In a month. Yeah. Cheerio. Ta-ta. Bye. ADHD as females. ADHD AF. ADHD as females.